Hello, welcome to Ingenuity, Thoughts and Dreams of a Dadpreneur. My name is Chris Gilley, and I am sharing my thoughts, dreams, visions of my future, and hopefully a legacy for my children. So sit back and listen and enjoy. So I've slowly added my life story into this podcast a few times. Um, I was going to add one more chapter to, to my life. And, um, about five years ago, I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. And, uh, the journey with that was really kind of, uh, kind of an odd one. I, uh, I worked for a uh, building supply chain as a, uh, a member of the management. And on a Saturday, I started to just not feel very good. Couldn't really put my finger on it, what was going on and where I felt. Um, but I kind of had some weird, you know, numbing sensations and some tingling in my ankle. And my eyes were really blurry. And as the week progressed... Um, each day it got a little bit worse. I started kind of walking with a, a little bit of a limp, had a really bad lisp when I talked, almost sounded like I had really drank too much, you know, alcohol. Um, my left hand just started kind of failing on me and I would, you know, go to pick up the phone and dial a number and I was not able to hit the numbers correctly. It was just a felt like my muscles were not working completely and had gone to my primary care physician and talked to him and he did a couple tests and said you know you probably need to go to the ER and this is like a probably a Thursday maybe um you know kind of late middle of the week so we ended up uh, my wife and I going to the ER and they did blood work and did a uh cat scan and didn't didn't see anything the doc comes into the to the room and says you know hey chris i noticed that you know some things are going on but not sure what what's really there we you know i think you probably need some rest he might you know just we're going to release you from the hospital and you just go home and lay on the couch and watch some sports center and just kind of take it easy because we're not really seeing anything going on with you and uh a friend of mine who's who's our pastor kind of stepped up and said, you know, hey, Chris, is this is not right. He's not speaking right. He, he can't hardly walk. Something Something's up. And the doctor just was pretty adamant about just, yeah, just go home and chill out. So we ended up leaving the hospital that night, pretty frustrated and unsure of what to do. And uh, that evening we called my parents who are, are both nurses my dad had worked in the uh, ICU department of, of a large hospital here in Fort Worth. And mom's a nurse practitioner for many, many years and lots of expertise there with both of them. And they suggested that I drive to uh, Fort Worth and they will get me into the hospital there and see some specialists. 
But at the time, Texas, where we live in central Texas, was under uh, snow and winter conditions. There was uh, inches of of ice on all the roads. Uh, Schools were shut down. It was tough to navigate, you know, traveling anywhere. But at this point, we kind of felt like it was an emergency. Um, I was really declining and couldn't walk on my own and just pretty scary situation. So my beautiful wife, Stacy, just uh, packed everything up, loaded uh, me and uh, three of our kiddos, and we drove to Fort Worth, which which is typically an hour and a half trip. Um, Took us about three hours in the uh, winter conditions to get there. And immediately pulled up, and they got me out of the car and on a gurney and wheeled into the ER. I mean, yeah, the ER, and started doing tests. And I got a spinal tap done. And if you've not had a spinal tap done, that uh, for a male is probably equivalent to giving birth for, for a woman. It was the worst pain I've ever had in my life. And it's, uh, if you don't know what a spinal tap is, they, uh, they take these three pronged needles and they stick it into the small of your back and go in between your spinal cord to get spinal fluid. Um, and they test the color and density of your spinal fluid to tell if you've got, you know, MS, uh, meningitis, and many other issues or diseases or complications that can happen. And uh, the doctor that was performing that on me uh, had done it a few times, but was not uh, proficient in that and uh, had to stick me a couple times. And it was uh, unbelievably painful. It's like every nerve ending in your body being set on fire. It felt like a like a guitar string with inside your body being plucked and the vibrations and the pain from that you could feel with it throughout your body. It was unbelievably painful. Um, but quickly diagnosed um, with that, with the spinal fluid, the, the, the tap on my spine and uh, an MRI and quickly determined that I was, uh, that I had multiple sclerosis. And what that is, um, the brain, the nerves in the brain firing back and forth across the two hemispheres, there is a, uh, a coating, a sheath that, that covers those nerves. And in multiple sclerosis, those are deteriorating. So the nerves are being exposed and it's misfiring. And your brain's not sure what to do with it. It's miscommunicating to your extremities. Typically, it happens on one side of the body or the, or the other. Um, and on my case, it was it was all on the left side at this point. Um, I was really scared, didn't know what to do. My wife is, is pretty upset and scared too. Um, but she is, God almighty, she's such a strong woman. And has just helped me along the way. Um, once I was diagnosed with, with MS, they, uh, they give you high levels of steroids. And they, they do it to, through the 
through a vein and they pump it into you and it helps with the swelling and the, the misfiring in the brain. But it's, it's huge doses of it. So I didn't know how to really react to it um, other than emotionally. And I'm, I'm a pretty emotional guy anyway. Um, but once these started getting into my body, I couldn't regulate being happy or sad. I would cry in, in a moment and then it would turn into laughter. Um, lots of frustration because I couldn't move like I wanted to. I couldn't talk like I wanted to. Um, I was really scared that I couldn't be there for Stacy and the kids. And a lot of fear in that. Um, I had one of the, the physical therapists come in to help me kind of regain some some mobility and learning to walk and move my feet different. And I just broke down bawling with her, just scared. Uh, the poor girl probably didn't know what was going on. She was coming in to do her job and help me walk around the hospital and work on my legs and my hand. And I just break down sobbing because I was so scared. Um, but that created a, a, a time for us to kind of slow down and restart. And a lot of all the you know extracurricular things, the volunteering at the church and the extra activities that we as a family were involved in had to dial back from. And was for us to kind of realize that, okay, we're, we're involved too much, we're doing too much, we need to slow down. You know, we're working 40 plus hours at our jobs, volunteering as staff members at our, at our church, working probably 30 hours a week extra at the church. And it was too much. It was too much for Stacy and I and the kids dragging them everywhere. So we had to really dial back and focus on our family. Um, I spent two or three days in the hospital at this point and had a great neurologist that uh, put me on some some different medications and met a neurologist here in Granbury area that uh, was really well well received and, and tried some new medication and it was really working well and I had to go through weeks of physical therapy. Walked with a cane for quite a while. Um, couldn't use my left hand very much, which is pretty sad because I'm a left-handed person and had to get some new glasses and kind of change things up and some diet and have been in remission since that first kind of lapse and realization that I've got this, um, have been in a, in a relapse state for, for about four years, four and a half years, I guess. And, um, it has been been interesting, uh, humbling. And I look at life a little bit different than, than others do probably because of it. Um, because when you, when you have your mobility and your, your speech and ways of communicating with people taken from you, um, kind of you're, you're mad at your body. It's revolting against you. And you know, it's an autoimmune disease. So your body's fighting itself. So you're just not sure where to where to think and move and but it really was a, a moment for for my family for us to look at things differently reevaluate and uh, step back and 
and allow God to move. And God has. I, I would say being in remission uh, is a miracle. Uh, my symptoms are <clears throat> pretty nil. I have moments where my speech gets slurred or I have a hard time getting the word out. But other than that, I don't really have any complications um, to speak of. The medication I'm on is really good, really helps. Um, and I just have a great support system. My parents have been miraculous in helping with this and getting me set up with, with that hospital and getting you know the treatment that I needed. Stacy is and will always be my rock. The kids are just, just have a blast. They think my cane is something to play with. I don't use it, um, but it's, it's at the house in case, in case I need to. In case I relapse or have moments of fatigue or things. Um, we've had to learn how to kind of do things different in that aspect so I don't get exhausted. But for the most part, um, I'm really good. God is, has taken a lot of that away and, and humbled me and has shown me grace. So I hope this story encourages you and know that uh, you can always come back. God's always there. No matter what the, the circumstances or the, the difficulties in your life, God shows you a different way, shows you a different path. And I hope that that uh, resonates with you and that you just have an amazing, amazing day. God bless. Gilly out. Hey guys, to those of you already supporting the show with a monthly subscription, thank you so much. If you're not a supporter and you'd like to help make this show possible, tap the link in the episode's description and visit Anchor Ingenuity to become a monthly supporter. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you for the feedback, comments, and support. Have a great one.